What's up everybody, Billy Robbins here with Intent Man and today I wanna to talk to you about goals. Goals, that's right, it's this type of season. Maybe you haven't thought about it yet, you're still too busy Christmas shopping, but it's gonna happen. The new year is arriving, we're gonna have those, oh my gosh, resolutions, what am I gonna do this year, all those goal-oriented things. And so, you know, I wanna spend the next few weeks talking about goals. Um, it's interesting if you think about like what really is a goal, like let's just kind of zoom in, what is a goal? A goal is just a target, right? It's like that place out there, that mark somewhere out ahead of us that we're trying to get to. And in order to have a, a target, a mark, a goal out ahead, there's two things that need to take place. There's one, we have to understand where we are, our current location. And then we have to figure out the destination that we're trying to get to in any particular area. And that gap is the achieving of the goals. So I mean, that's all a goal really is. Now, it's interesting how we approach goals, especially as it comes to New Year's and all those things, right? You know, I think there's a fu some fundamental reasons why like resolutions and what I'll call kind of weak goals don't tend to take place. Um, the first thing is, is that we tend to think of goals or resolutions or whatever we have, we, we actually treat them more like tactics than we do goals. So a goal is an achievement, it's a destination. It's like when I have arrived, there's this specific thing that's occurred and I you know, am transformed, especially when we're dealing with personal goals, right? I went from some transformation. You know, I weighed this and now I'm 20 pounds less. Or I used to make this much money, now I make that much money. Like there's a measurable, transferable process, a transformation that takes place in our life over a given period of time. But what we tend to do is we tend to make the tactics the goal. And let me give you an example. Let's say losing weight. Let's say I was like, yeah, I want to lose 20 pounds. It's going to be our goal. You know, we tend to sit there and say, okay, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the gym every single day, five in the morning. Now, what happens is you wake up one day, you can't make it. You woke up at six o'clock. Now you feel like you threw, you, you, you didn't make your goal. You throw away your goal, but your goal wasn't actually to go to the gym every day at five o'clock. Like that's not your goal. That's a tactic that you're thinking you're going to do to go and achieve your goal. The goal is to lose weight. And so that's another, one of the big reasons why goals don't actually take place is that we substitute the actual goal, the real outcome we're looking for in our life. We outcome that, we, uh, we substitute that for tactics, the tactic, tactics to get there. And so one of the ways to combat that is to have lots of different tactics, right? And to have uh, contingency plans, right? Maybe getting up at five in the morning, that is a fantastic strategy. So if you hear me talk a lot, you'll hear me talk about SAM all the time, the strategy, action, and measurement. So your strategy for achieving your goal of losing 20 pounds, maybe I'm gonna wake up 5 a.m. before the kids get up, I'm gonna to go to the gym, I'm gonna work out and come back. Okay, so that's a strategy, fantastic. You then go and try to act on that strategy. Now, if you realize that you can't get up at 5 a.m. or for whatever reason that's not happening, you shouldn't throw away your goal, you should have a contingency plan. So maybe it's if I don't work out at 5 a.m., I work out at six. If that doesn't work out, maybe I'll go for a walk at lunch. Or after I get home from work, I'm gonna do 100 push-ups. Whatever the case may be, it doesn't matter, but you need to make progress towards your goals. You have to have a system in place where you're gonna actually make, you know, make measurable progress. So having contingency plans, backup plans, and lots of different ways that you can go and hit your goals is a really good way to actually make progress towards your goals, not the tactics. The tactics are not the goal. Another reason why goals tend to not work very well is they tend to be a bit um, superfluous. 
you know, we, we, we create these goals, almost like vanity goals. We have goals because we think that's what the world tells us we're supposed to have as goals, right? Like, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to have a 10,000 square foot house. I'm going to have, you know, this, this car or this whatever the case may be. And the goal itself is, is kind of trivial. Like, even though it might seem big and it might be expensive, the, the goal itself is actually not something that you truly, truly want. So like a million dollars is a perfect example of that, right? Everybody says, oh, I want a million bucks. Do you know nobody actually cares about a million dollars? Like, I mean, think about it. It's the paper money, right? Like you care about having all of those bills that equal $1 million, like what do you do with it? Do you make a pillow out of it? Do you play with it? It's just paper, like who cares? You don't want a million dollars. You want what a million dollars gives you. You want the results of having a million dollars. Maybe that means things like, you know, you get to live in a certain place or you get to work a certain amount of hours or you get to do certain things with your friends or your family or you get to participate. There's like the next level. In marketing, we talk about it all the time. I always tell my customers, my clients that I do, um, you know, I do marketing for, say nobody ever buys your product. They only buy what your product gives them, the promise that the product gives them. Right? You never actually buy something. It's because when I buy this, it's going to relieve this issue. It's going to give me this pleasure. It's going to do something. That's why you buy a product. Your goals are the same way. You have to dig deep and figure out what's the why. Like what's the real why of your goals, right? And so sometimes when we have these superficial goals, we just kind of think like, oh, well, I'm supposed to have this thing. You know, I'm supposed to do this thing because everybody else is doing it, right? These envy goals, these keeping up in the Joneses goals, and those never work. Because that's not enough passion. Having a bunch of stacks of paper that equal a million dollars really doesn't mean much to anybody. So you gotta get past the, the, the you know, superficial goal. You gotta get to what really matters and then you have to be super, super clear and super powered on the why of what you want your goals. That's gonna give you some motivation to actually go and achieve. Um, the third reason why goals uh, tend not to work is because we create lacking goals or uh, stopping goals. And so, especially in resolutions, resolutions are completely notorious for this. That's right, resolutions kind of suck. I mean, New Year's is a great time to evaluate your life and to set some plans for the year. But when you think of this like, oh, New Year's resolutions, like who keeps New Year's resolutions, right? It's just, it, it's like you have to create a life goal, a goal of impact that's gonna move you from somewhere. And so, Yes, it's fine if you do it on January 1st, that's the date you start it. Like use the season and the, everything that's going on to create that motivation. But don't think of it as like this basic resolution that you're gonna do. It's like, you're gonna go change your life. You're here, you're gonna get there, you're gonna go transform your life and this matters. And today just happens to the day that I'm gonna do it. So speaking of these, these lacking goals or stopping goals, we hear this all the time, where I'm going to stop eating carbs. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go gluten free or I'm going to you know, stop staying up and doing this, I'm gonna stop smoking, I'm gonna stop drinking, I'm gonna stop this. Stopping goals tend never to work because no matter how much people like to say that we're kind of more fear-driven, like, oh my gosh, like, you know, if I keep drinking, this is gonna happen, or if I keep smoking, or if I keep doing this, this is gonna happen. There's so much comfort tied into that thing that we have that removing it from our life creates a void. And if we have a void in our life, it doesn't necessarily energize us and get us passionate. Now, I have personally cold turkey. I've kicked alcohol and I've kicked uh, tobacco. I kicked cocaine. I kicked ecstasy, cold turkey for numerous times. I mean, I actually haven't had a sip of alcohol in almost two years. It's just cold turkey, not gonna do it. 
Now, the only way I could do that is to psych myself out of this idea that I want to stop doing something and actually what I have to do is I have to say that I want something. Because again, if we think about it, we're casting this vision, we're on a journey. If we think I'm just gonna stop doing something, it's not very motivating. But if all of a sudden I say, you know what, I'm going to be fit. Like I'm gonna be super fit. And I'll talk about another way, you know, another thing around that in a second. But like I have this goal, like I have this, this you know, body fat percentage, I have this weight goal, I have this, you know, this maybe this achievement I'm gonna get around fitness. Um, I did this recently for me. It was like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go do a half marathon in under an hour and a half. Like I'm gonna go and do it. And that goal became so big, so tangible, and so there that everything that I did was aligned to getting there. So I completely changed the way I ate. I completely changed what I put in my body. I changed my workout routine so I could get training in. I started doing things to go and get that thing that I was going after, that tangible big time goal for myself, that transformational goal, and I had to leave some things behind in pursuit of something better. And so anytime I've ever kicked anything like that and gave up something, it only worked if I was gaining something else. And so if your resolution or your New Year's goal, your life change goal is about, um, you know, is like, let's say, stop eating a certain food or drinking or doing some other you know, negative habits, I don't think it's gonna work or it's gonna be a lot harder to pull it off unless you're going somewhere and you've set a cool destination that you're going. And fitness tends to be a really good uh, you know, caveat around that. Fitness tends to be a really good goal. Um, and so like as I was just saying, you know, that achievement, so for me, having the mile and a half, uh, I'm sorry, an hour and a half, half marathon, that became a very tangible, measurable goal. It was, it was absolutely something that um, I could strive for, something I could work for. Um, I even had a peer group. I got myself around people who were running and I even used myself and my tendencies of, uh, uh, of uh, uh, co competition to say, well, I'm gonna beat them and I'm gonna work harder than them and I got in community and that was a fantastic way to go and achieve that. That was something that I needed. And so, you know, the way that we can combat weak resolutions or weak goals is by creating what I call intent goals. And so if you ever saw my, actually my first podcast called The Intent Life, we talked about intent and the word intent really encapsulating three words. And those three words were purpose, passion, and perseverance. And if you think about that, that's what a goal should have. A goal should be based off of your purpose. That helps and combats the superficial nature. Right, like having goals because other people have them, wanting a car because your neighbor drives one or whatever, those are weak goals. It's gonna be hard to get really pumped for it. But when you understand your purpose, who you are, what you want out of life, and then you have a goal, this mission, this transformation to go and achieve it based on who you are, it just brings all of you into it and it's just absolutely invigorating, motivating. The second thing, passion. That's where it comes from, right? If it's based on purpose and it's part of what I am, I now have fire. I have fire to get things done. I'll tell you, most reasons, most people don't hit their goals and that's because they're not fired up enough to do it. There's not enough passion. There's not enough why. You know, I've heard this said in many different contexts, but like, let's say you have a financial goal, right? You have a, a financial goal to go hit a certain amount of money, right? You write that goal down, oh, I want a million dollars and you're like, well, I don't have enough fire to get it. Right? Well, if there was a family member that was sick and they needed, they needed like $50,000 to have this procedure or do this thing in the next three days, could you go and get it? Well, of course you could. Why? Because your reason's big enough. You have a big enough why. There's enough passion. There's enough fire. We have to work with ourselves to create that passion and that fire to go and do that. And then the third piece of that is the perseverance. 
every goal that's worthwhile, every goal that's a life change goal, every goal that's gonna make a difference in your life is going to be based off of like just grit. You're gonna need determination. It's gonna be hard. You're not gonna know what you're gonna do. You're gonna need to persevere. There's gonna have, you're gonna have to push through to get that done. Perseverance is necessary because you have to push through your comfort zone. And that is really the big thing, comfort. Comfort, I believe, is the hidden disease of our country. Because when you're comfortable, it is the absolute great energy killer, right? It, it, there's that the other phrase that good is the enemy to great. Absolutely is. And I think comfort is the enemy of your goals. If you're trying to get life change, you're trying to go happen, if you're just so comfortable in yourself and comfortable like with where you're at right now and you create that comfort, it tends not to push you. A great goal will push you. Now, I gotta be careful here. What I'm not saying is you should be discontented all the time. You know, you, you gotta find contentment in your life. You gotta find contentment in what you do. You gotta have peace with where you're at, but you also have to set a goal that's out there that says, ah, I'm content with where I am now, but I'm gonna be somewhere different tomorrow. I'm gonna go get something different in my life tomorrow, and I'm gonna move, and I'm gonna get there. It has to be enough to push you. Because think about comfort. We're this society is all built around comfort, right? We've called it the microwave generation. You know, that was the term back in the day. But it's like everything is so just right there for you. Everything is just so easy. And it, 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 it kills our perseverance. It kills our grit to go and do things. And, you know, one of my, you know, favorite songs from way back in the day, Pink Floyd, Comfortably Numb. It's a great song as long as it's not the song about your life. We have a comfortably numb generation. We have a generation, we have a society of people who hurt, but they don't hurt enough to move. They hurt just enough to get home, plop on the couch, crack open a few beers, watch some TV, numb away the pain. Instead of being in pursuit, instead of getting up early to work out, instead of staying up late to go do something, we just do as little as we can at work, we get home as fast as we can and we numb ourselves. It's the numbing is food and TV, you know, alcohol, um, whatever the case may be. We just, we just indulge ourselves in things that numb ourselves. Social media, thumbing through Facebook all day long, video games, all the things that we put in our place. So it's like, if I can distract myself from the pain just long enough to get to bed and then wake up the next morning and get through it and get back to my, my numbing nature, then I'll be okay. Now what I'm calling you to is adventure. I'm calling you to the mission. This is about you sitting there and saying, no, I'm gonna cast that mission. I'm gonna cast that target. I'm gonna cast that goal out there and it's gonna take over. It's gonna create a fire in me to go and achieve something amazing. And it should be tugging at you right now. You know that thing, that thing you've been putting off forever, that, that, that passion, that thing you're just kind of a little too afraid to pull off. Well, this is your call. This is your call to adventure. Now you got two choices here. You can take the blue pill, the journey ends, you wake up, you believe whatever you want. Or you take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland and you see how far the rabbit hole really goes. So I'm, I'm encouraging you to take the red pill. And if that's you, you're ready, you're gonna take the red pill, life change is gonna occur. Then I want you to click on the link that's in the description or go to intentman.com goals, which is sign up because what we're gonna do is each week we're gonna launch a whole session on how do we create life-changing goals and create a plan that we're gonna go and execute to go create that life change. 
So click on that link, get it now, and I'll see you on the other side. Thanks for listening. To help share the mission, please like, share, and subscribe. For free workshops, trainings, and other resources, head to intentman.com.